Hello, my friends. It's Begonia Bree, the book fairy here, and I'm so very happy you invited me for story time with you. I love to bring you fairy tales, folk stories, legends, and myths from all over the world. Today, I have a one-part story for you based on a folktale from France called The Fairy's Gifts. It's a very simple story, but the lesson is just as valuable for kids and adults today as it was over a century ago. So go ahead and ask your grown-up for one last drink of water and make sure you have your favorite stuffy or pillow nearby. Snuggle up under your covers so you're nice and safe and comfy. All good? Well then, let's begin. Once upon a time, there was a kind and generous fairy queen named Florizon who loved to bestow special gifts upon royal and noble children. She was respected by all, and her gifts were always well-meant and valuable. The day came for young Princess Rose to receive her gift from the fairy queen. She was escorted by her parents, King Boulot and Queen Roseau, to the forest dwelling of Florizon. Rose was their youngest child, and they were eager to see Rose blessed by the fairy queen, as well as all of their other daughters had been. As was custom, the king and queen bowed politely before the fairy queen, whose attendants ushered them away for a feast of the finest fairy foods. Florizon liked to speak with each noble child without their parents' interference or prompts. Often, Florizon learned, parents wanted to saddle their children with gifts they considered blessings, but turned out, really, to be curses. In fact, it was with the royal family's older daughters that Florizon had learned this lesson. Once her parents were at the feast, Rose turned nervously to Queen Florizon and presented her with a fumbled curtsy. She blushed bright red and said in a soft voice, Perhaps, Your Majesty, you might bless me with the gift of grace. I am sometimes a bit clumsy. Florizon smiled gently at the girl. Hmm, perhaps, she said thoughtfully. Come and take tea with me, my dear. Princess Rose's eyes widened as she followed the fairy queen to a table, beautifully set with shining silverware, steaming pots of tea, and dozens of sweets piled high. The fairy realm looked quite like her own, but even at her young age, Rose could sense the magic in the air. It made her shiver with excitement. Please, Princess, sit, Florizon gestured. Rose climbed into the petal pink chair and sat comfortably into its soft cushions. How do you take your tea, my dear? Rose was surprised that the queen was serving her. She had plenty of servants. Rose had just seen them escort her parents to the feast. Her own mother never did anything as insignificant as serve food or drink. She watched as her pretty cup was filled with swirling, lavender-scented tea. The steam curled upwards in an elegant dance. Rose smiled. I like sugar, she admitted. Florizon stirred sugar into the tea and nudged it gently towards Rose. Am I... am I allowed to eat the fairy food? She hesitated. Florizon laughed a silvery, bell-like laugh. <laughs> Do you think your parents brought you here to starve you? Of course you may, my child. Nothing on this table is enchanted any more than your own meals at home are. With a relieved grin, Rose took the cup and allowed herself to choose a scone for her plate. Florizon watched Rose with an indulgent smile. Tell me, she began after the girl finished her treat, what sort of gift is it that you would like, Princess Rose? Rose politely dabbed at her mouth with the lace napkin in her lap. Father wishes I was a little prettier, I think, she admitted. That I looked more like Mama, maybe? And Mama thinks I'm clumsy. 
I think I am, too. She avoided Florizon's gentle gaze. That is not what I asked you, she said. I asked what gift you want. Rose looked up, startled. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I could choose. Well, perhaps it is not quite that simple. I have learned that some gifts are not always the blessings they seem to be. When Rose cocked her head, confused, she continued. Your sisters, how are they? Are they well? Rose immediately opened her mouth to politely answer, They are, thank you. But then she stopped. Ah, uh, I cannot really say that they are, she said with a shrug. Florizon leaned back in her soft chair. Your oldest sister, Princess Ivy, she began. May we discuss her? Rose nodded. When your oldest sister was born, both the natural realm and the fairy realm were overjoyed. Your parents finally had a child and an heir for us all to celebrate. As is the custom between our peoples, they brought Ivy to me for a blessing. Your mother begged for me to promise that her daughter would be beautiful. And she is, interjected Rose, a vision of her green-eyed, pink-cheeked sister floating before her. Indeed, she is, agreed Florizon, slender like a willow, eyes as green as the first leaves of spring, cheeks like roses, and hair like shimmering wheat. I blessed her with the beauty of the fairies. Then she sighed. If only I had rejected your mother's request. Oh, why ever for? asked Rose. As she answered, the queen refilled Rose's teacup. Princess Ivy has grown into an incomparably beautiful young lady. And I also know that it has made her a very vain young lady as well. Before Rose could defend her sister, the queen continued, I know she parades around like a peacock, spreading her beautiful feathers for all to admire. Ivy has beauty, but without humility and grace, she is like an empty shell. She collects admirers as though they are toys and plays with their hearts simply because she can. The queen offered Rose a wistful smile. I have many eyes in your realm, princess. You know that my words are true. Rose reflected on the many times that Ivy had tossed her off-handed insults about her hair, her figure, the color of her eyes. It really wasn't very becoming for a princess to act that way, was it? And the twins, Florizon went on. Lily and Iris, Rose nodded. Your father made the requests for them. For Lily, he wanted wit, and for Iris, only eloquence would do. And so Lily became sharp-tongued and clever, a quick thinker. And Iris learned to speak like a poet, her voice as melodious as a bird song. But the problem is that Lily takes nothing seriously. Everything is an opportunity for her to make fun, to challenge, to jest. And Iris might be an excellent speaker, but she continues to speak even when she has nothing to say, and that becomes quite tiresome, even for a princess. And Violette, Rose wondered. Ah, Violette, she herself made her own request. Seeing the struggles her older sisters had, Violette considered herself wise and asked for the gift of pleasing others. All she wanted was to make people happy. But that's admirable, is it not? asked Rose. It is. 
But when a person exists only to serve others, she can forget who she really is. There must be a balance. Rose pondered this. It was true that Violette was constantly seeking out ways to please others, to the point of it becoming insincere. She seemed like a fawning puppy, always chasing after approval. It made Rose sad. Oh, and it's not only your family, sighed Florizon. All the noble families make similar requests. Wealth, beauty, wit. There is more to life than all that. Rose was quiet for a long time. The queen sat with her in companionable silence, calmly sipping her own tea. A clock on the mantel gently chimed the hour, and Florizon stood. Come, child. We now rejoin your parents, and you will receive your gift. What do you think you will get? Rose shook her head slowly. She still needed to think. But she dutifully followed the elegant fairy queen out of the parlor and down the long hall towards the feast. Inside the glittering hall, fairies and humans danced together, ate and drank together, laughed together. The music was loud and the atmosphere joyous. At Florizon's arrival, all fell respectfully silent. Even the fairy fiddler laid out his bow. Friends, the time has come for Princess Rose, daughter of their majesties King Boulon and Queen Roseau, to receive a gift from the fairy realm. A cheer broke forth and Rose hid an embarrassed giggle as her parents came to stand beside her. We were hoping for grace, Queen Rousseau mumbled politely to Florizon. At the same time, the king murmured, Can you give her beauty like ivy? We have a few allies who might like a particularly beautiful bride to seal a treaty or two. Florizon serenely ignored them both. She startled the crowd by kneeling down so that her gaze was even with Rose's. Princess Rose, you may make a request of me. This gift belongs to you and no other. Behind her, the queen mouthed, Elegance, grace! And King Boulot just shook his head, weary of trusting a child with so valuable a blessing. Rose looked at each of her parents, then thought of her sisters. Vain Ivy, Frivolous Lily, Monotonous Iris, and Mousy Violet, and Mousy Violette. None of them were really happy, in spite of what their parents seemed to insist. Your Majesty, Rose began slowly. The entire assembly was quiet, straining to hear her soft words. I, I would like the gift of balance. Balance, squawked her mother. What? The king asked, hoping he had heard incorrectly. Then it is yours, the fairy queen said with a splendid smile. She placed her delicate hands on Rose's thin shoulders, murmured a spell in an elegant tongue, and bowed her head. At once, a soft, gentle purple glow encircled Rose, twirling around her arms and legs like the vines of a plant. When the shimmer disappeared, Rose was left looking exactly the same as she did before, but with a confident, radiant smile on her face. You chose well, Princess Rose. Florizon turned to the crowd and they broke into cheers and applause. She then turned to the king and queen, her words for them only. Your disappointment is evident on your faces, she noticed. You would have chosen to curse your fifth daughter so long as you fed your own ambitions. Her words were sharp, but not cruel. This child has chosen wisely and chosen well. She will never lose herself in servitude to others, but she will always serve with a joyful spirit. 
She will never be so beautiful that vanity is inevitable, nor will she be of so unpleasant a countenance that none will look upon her. She will never be so pretentious as to insist to know all the answers, but she will never be so shy as to reject her own opinions. She will not take all things in life lightly, nor will she forget to enjoy the sweet seasons and moments that life will bring her. She has made herself wise without striving and kind without sacrifice. It would be in your best interest when the time comes to consider leaving your throne to Princess Rose. She ignored the shocked stares of the king and queen, instead turning to Rose and the crowd with another smile. It will not take them long to see the wisdom of your choice, she whispered to Rose. And indeed, that very winter, there fell a famine on the human realm. It was Princess Rose, the youngest child of King Boulot and Queen Rousseau, who met with advisers to create a treaty with a previously ignored neighboring land, bringing food, bringing food into their storehouse and an ally to their nation. Princess Rose indeed ultimately bought Princess Rose indeed ultimately brought balance to her nation, to the throne, and to her very own family. Sweet dreams! song is The Magic Tree by Jeff Harvey.